Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. Excellent. And we are very thrilled today, Ellie, aren't we? Because we've got Millie McIntosh. Hello, Millie. Hi. Thank you. Yay, I'm so excited to be here. Um, Thank you for inviting me on. Thanks for coming. Would you... Would you like to introduce yourself, Millie? Wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what to say. Hi, um, I'm Millie McIntosh. I am a new mum. I have a nine-month-old baby called Sienna. Yeah. Let's chat about babies and, and mum life. Well, you, you, you're more than just a mother, uh, Millie. Um, you know, people may have seen you on the internet. They may have seen them on, on their telly. Uh, you've done all sorts of exciting things as well as being a mum. But we know when you have a nine-month-old, that feels like it, doesn't it? It's quite an overwhelming experience being a first-time mum. And it does feel like that that can be everything. But obviously, you've done fitness. You've done, you know, beauty stuff. You've been in a television show called Made in Chelsea. Just, I'm just, I'm just blowing yeah. smoke up your bum, basically. No, it's always <laughs> hard to like to talk about yourself, though. You know, when someone's like, "Hey, like intro yourself," it's kind. Of, I feel like it's a little bit. It's weird to talk about yourself like that. Um, uh, uh, no, I am not just a mum, but I feel like that has been my kind of main role for the last nine months. Definitely. Mm. So nine months. So you've had your baby in in lock. You've got a lockdown baby. How's that been? A lock. Yeah, lockdown baby. Pretty weird. Um, obviously, I don't have anything to compare it to being my first child. Um, and I mean, in some ways, I think when you have a baby, your your life does become a bit locked down anyway because you're you are kind of maybe at home more um and it's you know you don't have your freedom is taken away from you a little bit because you're kind of you know looking after your little one so the first lockdown happened when I was heavily pregnant and then um I gave birth on the first of May so I I didn't really feel the first lockdown that much to be honest because at that stage I really uh I had quite bad pelvic pain I could have walked very far I didn't really want to I didn't I was really fed up and uncomfortable I didn't really want to go anywhere anyway or really see anyone um, I was pretty grumpy and fed up my last few weeks. Um, so in a way, it actually kind of forced me to slow down and um, and stop and um, and rest um, towards the end of my pregnancy more than I would have. So that was definitely a bonus. Um, and then, you know, being at home and just having that time to focus on the baby. Um, sorry. Uh, it was definitely uh, something that, I've you know, I've had Hugo around so much more. Um, he would have had two weeks paternity leave um, from his job and instead I've actually had him you know at home helping us uh, for almost a year so I feel really lucky Um, 
and I try to like look at the positives but yeah it has been it has been tough um but I feel really lucky that I don't have I'm not having to homeschool you know having having a baby in lockdown must be much easier than having to homeschool um whilst trying to work I mean how um how old are your are your um kids Wait, you mean you're not already doing like algebra with them and teaching them to read? Because <laughs> honestly, Millie, you need to get on that. We we were like they were learning Mandarin by the time they were two, weren't they, Helen? Our children, absolutely, absolutely, gymnastics, <laughs> Russian, the whole thing. Um, thank you oh. for saying that. Yes, it's very, very hard. <laughs> I, I mean, I just can't imagine. I feel that like I've got off lightly, to be honest. Um, just dealing with her being, you know, she's not even talking yet. And how? Um, what? What are you having? What are you having to teach them? Oh God! Oh God! I, I was saying this to Ellie last night. I'm actually learning grammar and punctuation. I, I know. Like um, yeah, everything. And like in the mornings, they always do um, like maths and English, or you know, literacy. And then in the afternoon, it's a bit of woo woo. So it might be a bit of like art or geography or or PE okay. or whatever. So it's it's not it's not heavy, but it's 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 hard when, you know, the kids are doing um homeschooling in their pajamas. And some days I just like, it's fine, just do it in bed. But of course they're on Zoom. And like the teacher the other day said to Hugo, my little boy, Hugo, are you in bed? And he'd sort of just like was lying on this side under a duvet trying to do his literacy. And I thought maybe I've just let things slide a little bit too too much. But yeah, it is it's full on. <laughs> Sort of speak. But Ella, I'm a single mum, so I I try and juggle work and children and two kids. But Ellie's Ellie has a a, a quite a functioning husband, don't you, Ellie? Uh, yeah, quite a fun- quite functioning, I'd say, is an accurate description. I think you would be quite happy with that. Quite, quite, he's quite functioning. He's quite functioning. So yeah, I'm very lucky as well. But yeah, it's yeah, it's. But I mean, it's interesting because it's like I know like. A lot of mums, not in normal circumstances, when you have a baby, we hear from a lot of people, there's quite a lot of pressure to like go to the baby music group and the swimming group and then yeah. you've got to have a play date every day. Are you are you missing that stuff or, or are you quite glad not to have that pressure? I think a bit of both. I'm quite glad not to have the pressure um, in some ways. I'm quite a kind of routine queen and I quite, I quite like trying to make her stick to the routine. And when you've got friends with babies of slightly different ages and they want you know they'd want to meet up at times that like don't work for you and you're like you want to see them but then you know if Sienna doesn't have her nap she's going to be um an absolute nightmare for the last three hours of the day and be really grumpy um so in so you know in some ways it's been it's been good and we try to make you know do some online stuff and I try to make little music classes at home um and come up with kind of ways to keep her stimulated because they do get bored um for sure and just you know I take her out to the park and we try and go to the swings at kind of roughly the same time every day and she, and she sees you know some other babies that she's getting more familiar with seeing um and they kind of look at each other on the swings so I, I want her to be aware that there are other children out there and she's not the only one um but it, yeah <laughs> I try to get, I get sad sometimes that um we can't you know I can't meet up with other mums and and have that kind of um you know those play dates but I, they'll they'll come and they'll come when it's actually at a more fun age because until they're really like one I don't think they really play together that much they kind of they might try and mm. steal each other's toy but it's not until they actually get a bit bigger that they start kind of making having friendships and stuff 
Oh, even at one, to be honest. I mean, it depends on the child, doesn't yeah. it? When my, my son, Joe, age four, he's still bimbling around. You know, he just thinks he's Batman. He's not really interested in talking to anyone else. He's yeah. just going in. He lives in lives in Gotham City in his head. He's not really interested if you're there oh. or not. It's quite nice. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think they, they've got a social network. Get her a Facebook page now, Millie, I reckon. Get her set up. Oh, just get her own mobile. Yeah, her own iPad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she can she can do her own Zoom dates. It's fine. Just leave her leave her with an iPad. Um, I I I I, yeah. I mean the the music lessons and the yoga lessons and all that sort of stuff. If you do, if you can do those and not have to leave your own house, I reckon win win because yeah. I just remember going, oh god, I'm going to be at baby yoga at nine thirty, and like yeah. just getting up and dressed, and then the baby does a poo, and then you need a poo, and then. <laughs> You know, like all the things. Trying to leave the house on time is stressful. It's always, you know, trying to get them out the door. Everything happens, you know, like you said, and you're just like, you forget something you're like it is it's it's difficult dad it's, it's the timing's always it's really t- it's really hard to be somewhere on time with a baby someone the other day said to me in the first year of having a child never use the word should so don't put any expectations on yourself and just don't you don't feel like you should do something just do what you feel like you need to do and and that um and that That's I thought was advice. really good advice yeah she said because expectations lead to depression yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, yes. Um, so I just have no expectations. <laughs> I, I Certainly lead to, lead to divorce often, don't they, expectations, Helen? Yes, expectations do lead to divorce, Ellie. <laughs> oh, she laughs maniacally. Um, but yes, so... Um, <laughs> No, yeah, I was going to say also just like comparison, I think is definitely one as well, like feeling like I should, yeah, like that feeling like you said, I should be doing that or um, looking at other people and seeing what they're doing and being like, why is my baby not at that stage and theirs is or, you know, their baby, why is their baby like talking and mine, you know, saying mama and mine isn't or, you know, and you can, or eating finger food and, you know, feeding themselves and I'm still doing like everything pureed. Um, but I've just learned that, yeah, just to kind of go with what's right for you and your baby and your journey and not get hung up on that. Yeah, mm. I, I, I don't like the should. And I, I've noticed, with, I've learned, I'm 43 now, so I've learned a few things about myself. And I've learned if I say I should, if I catch myself saying I should do so, I should do that. I should watch that. I should do that exercise. That means I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do that thing. <laughs> yeah. The front part of my brain is making those words coming out of my mouth. The back part of my brain has already decided you're not going to do that. Oh, I no. should do dry January. Not going to do it. I know I'm not going to do it. I've, I've oh. actually done it this month. Uh, oh, well done. Well done. Wow. That's really impressive. I did six days. I did a January. Well, well like that's a week. also impressive. Is Almost it? Yeah. And you I know, drink a lot of alcohol free tequila. Mm. I'm doing moist January. I'm not drinking from Monday until Friday night, right? And I'm not going to lie to you, Millie. Yesterday was Wednesday and I was like, I was feeling really smug and I was all like, oh God, I'm doing so well. I haven't had a drink this week. And then Pete was like, Elliot, it's been two and a half days. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay. Every day just feels like a Monday, I feel, through lockdown. It just feels like, oh God. I think with kids, I've learned. I'm learning especially like with a baby in a routine it can really feel like Groundhog Day and then the fact that you can't go out and do anything outside as well mm. it does, it's very weird so it's tough How, are you are you guys feeling okay are you kind of like having ups and downs with it are you really over it I as a naturally lazy person I, I'm quite <laughs> enjoying it 
and I can't drive. So um, <laughs> I should drive, as Ellie knows, because we've been friends for eight years. I should learn to drive. But actually, I really like living a very simple little, you know, little life and walking across the road to the park and going to Sainsbury's feels like a day out. You know, I'm quite enjoying those. Uh, you can go to Sainsbury's. You got delivery fags last night going to Sainsbury's. <laughs> can I show Billy what else I got last night? I got, I got, I got 10 cans oh. <laughs> Very exciting trip out the house. I get very excited if I get to go out and go into a supermarket or a chemist I'm like oh shopping um it's quite sad yeah you to go to a supermarket on your own you're like this is such a treat like talking of social media as we were earlier so you've got over a million followers on Instagram Millie which you had I think before you had a baby right you already you know a big deal uh, so I yeah I try not to like think about every time I post you know how many people are going to see it because then it's almost like the pressure of it you just think oh um I'm you know it almost makes you not want to post anything at all um but I've found definitely since becoming a mum and when I was pregnant I felt that I wanted to start sharing in a bit more of a kind of open honest candid way um more personal things not just kind of nice photos but talk a bit more about how I was feeling things I was experiencing um and I've found it you know, I've had a really great response from other mums and I found it a really um, amazing platform um, as a new mum and a, just a great way of connecting um, with other people. Yeah. Do you and feel think- pressure yourself ever from the way motherhood is represented um, online as this kind of quite picturesque sort of uh, graceful, relaxing event? Um, I don't feel that much pressure to show my life is perfect because I'm kind of trying to be more honest and share like, you know, the real things I'm experiencing along my motherhood journey. What I find quite hard is the pressure sometimes to post anything at all when I'm just, you know, I'm, 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 we're in, it's a weird time, right? We're in lockdown, not really going anywhere. I'm not getting dressed up and doing, you know, I'm just often in my loungewear yet again, or I haven't, you know, I'm in my pajamas still at lunchtime and I haven't, you know, washed my face. and and I'm like, I just don't, don't feel particularly Instagrammable. <laughs> you know? like, sometimes I'm like, oh, we just post it anyway. <laughs> this, this is the we thing. When we look really shit, we get so many likes. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just putting it out there yeah, for you, Millie. Like, it. oh my God, when, I'm at, when I look pretty fat and pretty awful, oh my God, they lap it up. They, they're, that, 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 that's when they're, I'm at my best, I would say, Ellie. Would you say? I sort of look somewhere between like Boris Johnson. And Yeltsin. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. People definitely love yeah. to see the, you know, when I've shown like a day with Sienna, people, you know, they really like to see the kind of ins and outs of the things that I think aren't really interesting at all, but people do seem to really want to see that. Um, yeah. I don't know if you struggle. What I find hard, I think, is the balance of time and the time and energy that um, that it takes, you know, having an account and having a page and posting, um, especially when you're doing it a lot um, yourself. I think that is what I find hard but as being, being a mum. And it's just like the the balance of the time that I spend using um, social media and, you know, when to when I'm with Sienna, I want to try and be focused on her and not just like on my phone in front of her. Um, so that's something I've, I just think is just part of uh, kind of the juggling act I'm finding of uh, of parenthood and something I'm trying to I'm trying to find a good balance with. I think that's I think that's true. And, and you know, obviously, so social media is part of your work and who you are, yeah. but also, you know, it can't 
overwhelm you. And Ellie and I have never really made any rules about because we share one account and we both have yes, our own. You make rules that I'm going to post this this often, or you know, I'm going to post today. You're going to post tomorrow. Do you do it like that? Or no, no. no this, but you know, perhaps that's why. We've got 150,000 followers and you've got a million, Millie. Perhaps we should we should be listening to you. <laughs> we do no. it organically. And I think we're lucky. Again, we're lucky that we've got two of us because, like, Helen's much better at it than me. She feels inspired a lot more often. I don't sp- feel inspired nearly as, as often. And I, if I haven't got anything to say or anything funny or interesting I just I just sort of don't bother so thank goodness she's more often got something funny and interesting to say basically so yeah I'm very grateful what I'm saying is Millie you should get someone else to share your Instagram with and I like to put myself forward (laughs) (laughs) I've had enough of Helen we need a break we need a break Helen I think Helen you order you picture I think I would fit lovely on your feed Millie I like a blow dry I've got a lot of Helen will tell you I've got a lot of very like nice you know, white and grey things in my house. I'd look. I think I'd fit right in. Helen, you go. You pitch. <clears throat> well, I mean, everybody needs a, a a fun Australian in their lives, and I would say that I <laughs> do. They. I just let you guys do a takeover for the day. Should I just be like, okay, yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. oh God, that'll end up in the Daily Mail. Um, but. <laughs> what we'll do is Millie give us the keys give us the keys to your Instagram we'll both dress up as you and we'll spend the day oh my god that would be amazing see if anyone notices I'd love that we'll do some exercise we'll do some nutrition uh how we how we keep fit what we like to cook yeah nutrition like how to make microwave a cup of coffee that things like that Uh, I'll give you my recipe for grated cheese pasta I mean it's it's a pretty good thing Grated cheese on pasta is one of the those delicious, simple things that will just always be good and always be comforting. And there's no way you can make that for your children and not eat it yourself. I like to grate too much cheese so I can give myself a little sprinkle. Or if you have the bag of grated cheese in the fridge, it's a great snack, I think. Just a handful of grated oh, cheese. Oh, like a packet. I like, yes, like a packet of crisps. I like to just dip in like it's like it's Doritos. Delicious. Very, yes, very nice. So I mean, are you are you sort of eating eating healthy in this lockdown, Millie, or are you just reaching for the grated cheese when you should be having a wheatgrass smoothie like the rest of us? Oh. Um, I this lockdown, I had I did actually set myself some kind of intentions to eat a bit better because I've I found um, I was get, I've definitely when I was pregnant and the first few months after Sienna that I was eating I got really hooked on eating a lot of sugar. Um, and mm. I just felt like it wasn't making me feel great. So uh, this lockdown after Christmas, I kind of was like, right, put down the biscuits and just be just been eating a bit more consciously to so try not to eat like refined sugar um, or bread or, or booze. So that's been my kind of January mm. thing. Uh, but I but I'm not going to continue that in a really strict way. I think I was just going to go back to more like enjoying those things on the weekend. And then like, for me, I find it easier to Monday to Friday eat like a bit healthier and then on the weekend just kind of eat whatever I feel like and that involves definitely toast and pastries and pasta and grated cheese yes yeah that's um, what I've been doing again I've been doing like Monday to Friday eating healthily but then it gets to Friday and I'm like right kids KFC and Pizza Hut and who wants Marmite <laughs> toast for a starter and like I just go mental and just like binge all this like all this amazing food like it's I don't know how good it on balance I'm probably eating about as healthily as I did last year to be honest in the first two weeks of having a baby my first baby I ate Quality Street, which I know you've got something to do with, Millie. And I I remember 
I remember just having like breastfeeding my baby I'm, and I'm doing that. You know what breastfeeding is. I'm doing some hand gestures, Lister. Anyway, I had my baby, one hand on the baby and You're one hand on the quality street. And, and, and the baby put on a pound a week. <laughs> well, you were doing something right. Absolutely. I just want to thank you and your family, basically. That, oh. that, that, that was me and my baby loved a quality street so thank I'm, you very I'm much. so glad um you know I have to say when people say what was the hardest thing about breastfeeding it was honestly yeah. the hunger I was hungry when I was mm. pregnant like I had a big appetite when I was pregnant I definitely had some weird cravings but it was when I was breastfeeding that I was like I've never been that hungry before I, it was like it's distracting like all the time I was just like I'm hungry. I always hungry and never satisfied. Um, was eating a lot of a lot of uh, of snacks. Just every time I was feeding Hugo, I'd be like snack. Um, and when you're feeding, it should be every every two hours or whatever it is at the beginning. Um, so for any for anyone who doesn't know, so was it your great granddad and your great uncle who invented Quality Street, Millie? Is that right? My I believe it was my great 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 grandfather. Um, and his wife Violet, who came up with the recipe um, for toffee as we know it. When you were breastfeeding, then you must have had like an actual skip full of free Quality Street in your lounge. Surely you could just have it like you know. People just, always just... think that, but we it's not it's not owned by my family anymore. But we I have to say oh. around around Christmas, there's always there's always lots of Quality Street around, and we've got lots of the old tins. Um, at my parents' house. Um, all the kind of vintage quality street tins, which I really love. It's like it's a lovely bit of oh, bit of heritage. The man in the funny hat and the lady in the big skirt and the big oh, dress. Gosh. And there's one to buy the horse-drawn carriage. Yeah. And why did and they get rid of that? I always thought it's a lot classier. Yes, it felt fancy, Ellie. It felt like it was. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite quality street? And I'm sure you. Oh, I was going to ask you. Oh, I, bet you've been, I bet you've never been asked that before, Millie. Have you? You've I never know. been asked that before. Okay, wait. You, you, you guess. What Ellie? So here's a more interesting question. What's your least favourite quality street? <laughs> okay, my least favourite is the orange right, right. one. Oh my god, I love the orange <gasps> one. Why yes. don't you like the orange one? Have you have you got no taste buds? <laughs> Um, I don't like anything with like chocolate orange. Um, <laughs> I feel Fair like I'm being, really, I'm being really judged on my character with this answer. <laughs> wow. Not at just all. Not at all. Just no, we're we're just assholes. That's all. I know. I know you're joking. <laughs> we are not judging you publicly, Millie. We're not judging you publicly. Okay. We'll save that for later. And um, yes, what's your favourite? Sorry, Millie. Um, Toffee Penny. Oh, mm. my children have actually had a physical fight over one of those. Um, <laughs> wow. they, that's their, the last one's mine. Um, yeah, so they that that is the favourite in my house as well. So that's the correct answer then. Um, <laughs> um, what about what? What are your? What's your favourite? Is it the orange one? I do like the orange. I I like a strawberry. I you know I, I know I'm, I'm walking cliche, but I like the strawberry. I like it sweet, and I'm like if I'm going to go for a quality street, I'm going to go for that. Ellie. I, I like the purple one. I like the purple one, but yeah. I don't like hazelnuts. So I like to like extract eat the hazelnut with my tongue. You know, I sort of suck the juice off and then just like just flick the that's hazelnut at my weird. husband's face. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I suppose it is. I suppose it is. I think, isn't there a camera? There's a caramel barrel, isn't there? I could just eat the caramel barrel, but it yeah. feels like the purple one's bigger. So you're getting more for your money, I feel like. It's very interesting. <laughs> I've just got a vision of you like spitting out the hazelnut. 
Yeah, no, you spit it out, then you flick it. Spit it, spit and flick, spit and flick. I was going to say something really disgusting about you working your way around a nut, but no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not. Don't do that, Helen. That's yucky. Anyway. (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Anyway, do you know what, Helen? I think it's about it's about time we said thank you to some close personal friends, didn't don't you? Because it is, of course, water wipes, Ellie. Yay. Who, who have got us through parenthood and still today because I'm a messy, mucky lady. <laughs> Millie, you've got a nine month old. How many water wipes do you think you're getting through a day on average? I mean, we've got a pack kind of in every room because she's also yeah. quite a refluxy baby. So, you know, if it's We've we've actually seem to be going back through a phase of nappy explosions again at the moment. I don't know if it's just her size or or what it is, but she sometimes she'll like not go all day or for a whole day, and then the next day it's like an up the back situation, you know. So you get through quite a few when you're dealing with one of them. <laughs> and it's, oh and yeah, if Hugh goes if Hugh goes doing the nappy changes, always he he has he always needs to call me in to help if he's in that kind of situation. Whereas when I'm doing it, he's like, "Oh, you're fine, you can handle it," and just leaves me to to it. And it's properly like an in the bath job. Um, so we've been having quite a few he of those situations. <laughs> have Have you ever cut a baby out of a, a baby, your baby, any baby, out of a a, a um a grow <laughs> and then just put it in the bin? I've done that. I did, yeah. it was just too much. It was so gross, and I thought, yeah. no, I got these. I got these from the supermarket. It's all right. I can, I can. Sometimes I can that's of- just the only, only option. Is yeah. yeah. Um. I, yeah. No water wipes. Um. I've been really fortunate to work with them. Um. Over the last kind of you know nine months, and um, and we've used them on Sienna since she was tiny. But I was, I'm really excited. Um. Because now they are. They they've launched their biodegradable wipes and that's something I've known about for a while and um it's something that you know I you know as a parent I want to make the best decisions for Sienna and her skin and use products that are really gentle um but it's obviously a massive bonus that it's also now 
better for the environment. I know when you're a new mum, there's so much to feel guilty about. Like you've just you're making oh, that checklist in your head yeah. about going, what is easy for me, but what is good for the environment, what's good for the baby? Like there's all this like there is an enormous pressure to make all these kind of decisions. And you go, right, well, the uh the water wipes, that ticks a nice box. I can feel yeah. okay, then I can worry about whether my baby's eating pureed quinoa, you know. <laughs> so there's other there's other things that you will fill your brain with worry anyway. That's that's a natural Definitely. kind of thing. But um they are hundred percent biodegradable. Um uh, and yes, guess do you know how long they take to decompose? There's a fun fact for you. Everyone wants to use the word decompose on a podcast at night. Let's have a quiz. Twelve. She's got it in one. She's she got it in that. one. That's all Millie gets asked these days. All Millie ever gets asked is, "What's your favourite quality strain? How long do water wipes take to decompose?" And how much? How much juice is in them? Because I heard that it's just water and juice, isn't it? Is that right? It's just um, it's ninety nine point nine percent water and a hint of, I believe, it's grapefruit extract or grapefruit seed extract. My kids are six and nine, and I still have a pack of water wipes in every room because even though they're not, you know shitting themselves quite so violently <laughs> so often um mind you watch out for the norovirus but um oh i use them all the time for like dry cleaning i haven't been to a dry cleaner in about five years i mean you can't go anyway now but um yeah I, you know don't need don't need dry cleaners anymore if you've got water wipes absolutely fine oh um instead of a shower um some days <laughs> yeah. i'm just too tired and i'm a single mum i just you know quick um bits and tits you know tits and bits um, pits, refreshing. very refreshing the the beauty writer caroline caroline hyron says is it the three f's flights festivals and fannies that's that's it that's it very useful oh the thought of a music festival oh at some point again soon i hope we can go to them i'll be honest with you that is not something i am missing i can i could live without it quite frankly be quite happy apart from camp festival which is which is great uh because we get to because we're working there so we get to be backstage and things and like have a proper bar and a proper toilet if i've got that then i'm happy you like a clean loo what do you say about glastonbury ellie about you like watching glastonbury and it's for savages (laughs) (laughs) my husband invented the phrase Scheiten, well, not he didn't invent the phrase Schadenfreude, but he invented the phrase Scheitenfreude, uh, which means, yes, to have a shit during Glastonbury weekend, knowing that someone you know is at Glastonbury in a much less comfortable position. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Oh, well, there we go. So thank you, Water Wipes, for your support for this podcast. And we've got a competition, Helen, haven't we? Yes, we've got an exciting competition with Water Wipes, Ellie. People go to our Instagram. If you're listening to this very soon after it goes out, I'm not saying if it, the competition will still be going in 2022, but if you're if you're a keen listener and listening to it, go to our Instagram for details. Yeah. If you're listening to this in 2129, you know, don't know humanity might not even exist anymore in which case you definitely can't win any water wipes but if you're listening to this like in february 2021 you might be all right yes that's that is exactly correct (laughs) (laughs) millie we're so good at this aren't we we're so professional are you impressed i I love it it's it's i could i i love how much you make each other laugh and it's been it's been very refreshing as well i like it's i love talking to mums that keep it real for sure oh well it's been lovely talking to you what what's what's next for 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 mini mackintosh what's your next exciting project i mean i wish i could tell you it was a massive exciting project um at the moment i feel like i'm living quite like kind of week to week and just you know you know i'm really excited for the next steps with sienna 
she's going to be walking soon she's going to be talking um I, I just can't wait to be able to you know do more things with friends and family and hopefully maybe do some like fun adventures in the UK with her well good luck with the walking and talking Millie because you know (laughs) let's be honest shit's about to get real shit is about to get really real so good luck with that (laughs) thank you well crawling already feels like quite you know a big change so yeah got to get prepared for the the walking and talking which is going to come next now just before you go Millie just before you go at the end we always have a scummy mummy confession yes so at the moment my downstairs loo is blocked Um, And I've told the kids again and again, don't use that toilet. Don't use that toilet. Um, But of course, like I was on a work call yesterday and they just ran into the loo and Matilda said, I'm desperate. I'm desperate. And then she did a poo and made some grunting noises while I was on a work call. And I was like, that that shit's not going to flush. I have to smell that from over here. And I've told you not to do that. Gross. Children are vile. Vile. That's this to look forward to. That sounds like being at Glastonbury. Do you know what you should do, Helen? You should yeah. enter our competition that's now on Instagram, but only for like the next few weeks after this podcast goes up, so that you can win a year's supply of water wipes for when the toilet inevitably overflows. There's a, there's a life hack for you. That is a very good life hack. Thank you. <laughs> I think I might just buy myself a year's supply of water wipes because it, the, the shit never ends. I, literally, it's like, yeah, it's just, literally, I feel like the. I mean, the punami situation at the moment is literally Hugo's. Like, you know, I, I think it was like yesterday or the day before. Um, I kind of thought to myself because she really, you know, she hasn't gone all day. Um, you know, kind of preempting like when is this going to happen, and then you kind of, you know, she hasn't been making any weird faces. So I don't, you know, and actually, I lost my sense of smell. Um, I had COVID a few months ago, and I still can't smell. So in some oh. ways, it's 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 a shame, you know. I can't smell my, like the lovely smell of like food cooking or my perfume or you know that lovely baby smell. But then I also can't smell her shit. So in some ways, it's you know a blessing <laughs> when you're you know <laughs> having those nappy situations. But it does mean that like you know there's not that telltale telltale sign when she's gone. So you know. I felt really bad the other day because she'd, she'd obviously been sitting in it for like a while and it was all up her back, but it hadn't like seeped through the clothes and I couldn't smell it. She was a bit, she'd been maybe a bit grisly, but I thought she was just tired. So I took her up to the bath time and when I undressed her, it was literally everywhere. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. It was like a, yeah, that's got to go in the bin situation. And then a, like holding her over the bath and then, um, I turned on the wrong tap and uh, this cold shower, overhead shower came on rather than the bath. And then she's <laughs> crying because it's cold water. And yeah, it was a, it was a real disaster. Oh, Millie, we've all been there. We have all been there. We, f- we feel for you, man. Screaming yes. pooey child, um, not the one. And then poo all over me too. But, you know, it's going to happen. <laughs> and again and again. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. You've always got your water wipes nearby, you will be okay. Thank you for sharing that, Millie, and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah, normally at this bit we say we're on tour at the moment, but we're not on tour for the foreseeable future, so there's no point saying that, Helen. No, there's not, but we do have a shop. We have scummymummyshop.com, uh, which we sell uh, T-shirts and hoodies and mugs uh and a beach towel that nobody buys um and so <laughs> that's good uh, where can people follow you millie um so i'm on instagram um at millie mackintosh mm, great have a, a lovely rest of your day you too thank you very much everyone for listening until next time 
Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. And follow us on social media at Scummy Mummies and listen to the podcast, other episodes. I mean, this one's obviously the best. Um, but, yeah, we're on iTunes <laughs> and all the things. Oh, I'm so good at this job. The idea that people will be listening to this podcast and not know that there are other episodes. I really, I'm really enjoying that. That's good. That's strong. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.